0: Hey yo! Welcome back to AIW's The Card Is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs. I'm here with AIW owner John Thorne. We're back for a third week in a row. Look at us go. Here we go. What's up, John? Back on track. We're doing it. I guess I should get the microphone in front of my face. He <laughs> sounded a little farther away, but that was earlier when we were just chatting there. Before the show, I figured you were going to move something. Yeah, I was just uh,
1: lay, you know, leaning back in this chair, getting mentally,
0: mentally prepared for uh,
1: the hard sell.
0: Hard sell Monday. Well, technically it will now be Tuesday, but uh, hard sell nonetheless. Um, Cybernetico de Mayo coming up. Um, you uh, you booked. You booked a uh, Cybernetico once again. It, it, I thought it was successful. I thought it was a good match last time. We're going for it another time, huh? Well, we gotta get. We, we gotta give a uh, shout out to our sponsor, the Exchange. Oh shit! You know, you're right. We Come we're on. not. We haven't been so sponsor heavy lately. So, shout out to the Exchange. Uh, do we have any other sponsors? Or is that the only one we're running with?
1: We got a couple inquiries. I don't know. That's a that's a question for EVP Coach Jim. See, uh, if he's 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 trying to get some packages out there. I don't know if you saw. A little uh little light on the ask, if you ask me. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> I saw
0: <laughs> we mentioned that it was like right after the podcast came out, and he was like, "Oh, they buried me right away on the podcast." Then he posted like trying to drum up some sponsorship. I like it though. You know, he heard and responded. I thought, you know, that's good on him. You know,
1: seek and destroy, Jim. Seek and destroy. <laughs>
0: So school, uh school's almost coming to an end here. Coming to uh, to a break, right? Doesn't he? Uh, doesn't he? Doesn't he work for a school? Or I'm thinking somebody no, else. Oh, he quit. That's, he, no, that's pro- prohibition works for the school. Yeah, he
1: he, uh, he is involved in education. He he quit his job as a teacher. I'm gonna blow a spot up a little bit, and uh, <laughs> he joined like a. Um, he was hired by like a software educational company. Oh wow. So it's like still school adjacent, yeah. but uh he works with like an educational software company now. Okay. Well shit. That's where he gets all those big bucks, you know, taking uh all those people to the
0: Cavs games that, <laughs> that aren't me. The well, the Cavs aren't playing any more games this season unfortunately. So uh, he he won't be going anymore. So don't worry he oh, can't not invite you to anymore.
1: Sure, he's going to go to baseball games or, you know, Cleveland Crunch. Are they still a thing? Cleveland Crunch games.
0: <laughs> What's the USFL team that we have around here? I
1: think they're all—I don't think we have an official team. I think the entire USFL is playing in Canton. Oh, that's tight. Which Steve Guy uh, has a, is working for the USFL.
0: Yeah, that's why he's not here right now. He's working—he's— they they got him away on a vacation out there and can't. Truth be told, we haven't even
1: like we haven't even asked them because it's just been like it's been hard enough to coordinate two people and then you know what throwing the third one in uh just makes it nearly impossible to get this podcast done. So once his schedule kind of eases up a little bit, then we'll get him back into the rotation here.
0: Yeah, because I mean, he even I even talked to him about it too, and he kind of expressed that he just doesn't have the time every week like this for. He's just really busy right now. And it's almost like you don't want to even ask him because I know he'll probably push a ton of stuff around or make a window to try and do it. And it's like, yeah, hey, you know what, we can we can handle it. You know what I mean? You don't want to make really cramp the guy's style. He's busy. You know what I mean? Let him, you know, we'll hold down the fort. Yeah,
1: so um,
0: here we are back in the podcast.
1: Yeah. The third week in a row. Uh, what we have not had to do in quite some time, which is a hard sell Podcast because, boy, it's it's looking grim this for this Friday night at the Cybernetico.
0: I I hate to hear that because I had I have had such a good time at the Kent shows and I see I don't know I didn't really inquire last time as far as pre sale for the last Kent show. Last time
1: was great, you know, and I was actually talking to uh, Wadsworth today, and um, he's like, "Man, maybe that January one was just like an anomaly, you know," because. The first one we did last summer didn't do good. Uh, but, you know, we chalked that up as, like, the crazy schedule. But uh, the January one did really good. Uh, and now this one is just doing extremely bad. So I don't know. Maybe that that winter only is the sweet spot to, to do stuff in Kent. I don't know. But, I mean, it's we, I have not looked at uh, this low of a ticket sale number. The week of a show uh i would say in years l- literally years as it stands right now
0: well if you're hearing this and you're on the fence about coming i mean you should probably get a ticket because this is one of those shows i think that was really good last year, just becoming one of those aiw tradition kind of like you know theme theme sort of show that we do once a year uh and i don't I think, know I, there,
1: there might not be a trace <laughs> <We'll>
0: <laughs> there see. might not be another cybernetico after this yeah. one um I, I I thought it was a good time. I just like the Kent venue a lot. I feel like I feel like it's a great that like you could see really good in there. It's up close, like those Winchester shows. You're really you know, if you are on the fence about coming to wrestling, you never really been to wrestling before, you're like, eh, I don't want to be stuck in the back or feel like I can't really get you know, this is one of those shows where you're gonna get right up and close to the ring, you're gonna be you know what I mean, you're the wrestlers are right on top of you. they're selling merch right out the front you know what i mean that's at every show but it's this is definitely one where you can get get up close and personal with the with the wrestlers you know what i mean this is one where you're not going to be like at the shrine if you're just standing in the back at the shrine you know you you know you, it was a good view but you're not going to get as close as you are at a place like the outpost you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean i'll
0: tell you what though there's nothing more
1: humbling than coming off that cleveland sell out the shrine was friggin packed yeah And then, uh, you know, as it stands right now, we're we're heading into uh, the outpost with twenty six tickets sold. So it is, it is, uh, it's looking it's looking a little rough for Friday night.
0: (laughs) You told me the number before you hit record, and I was curious if you were ever going to actually say the amount, or you were just going to tiptoe around and be like, "Hey, come on, let's really we really need to sell some tickets here." If you're ever going to say the number, and yeah, we're at, a, right we're at a record low, though. I still, more than some people, were brought into other shows, but I digress. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you well, want to I mean, get we're in? We're getting close. We're getting
1: close to those numbers. <laughs> but, yeah, I shouldn't talk shit. Cause it's but, close. yeah, it's, I talked to Wadsworth, and I was like, man, there's just nothing more humbling than, you know, to bring you back down to Earth than, you know, that reality of, like, looking that right in the
0: face. Yeah. Well, do you want to get into some of these matches, some some of the stuff that I think will draw some people in? Yeah. Um, the Cybernetico itself, obviously, uh, is is an an interesting an interesting stipulation for a match. But another one on the card before we get into the Cybernetico with all the participants and yada yada, one that was just recently announced: Josh Bishop versus Tom Lawler in a Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal, Tom Lawler 40th Birthday Bash. Yeah, I, uh, love uh, uh, I love everything about this. I love Josh Bishop, obviously. Love Tom Lawler, and now you got a Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal tom lawler 40th birthday bash what kind of stuff's going to be on the wheel is it see now i only know i've only heard st- stories of and seen the match you know a long time ago is it specific stuff that's on the wheel or are you guys going to come up with the steps on the wheel or is it specific stuff that's already on there
1: so they because like I'm a like coal tom, miners
0: glove match something else like a bunch of different um, choices right
1: yeah i think i think we're gonna have eight choices on there okay um because, you know, you do have to have things ready for these uh, stipulations to unfold. Right. Um, so, you know, within reason, and I will say that, you know, uh, this match was not booked uh, before Saturday, last Saturday. <laughs> uh, Tom was really working me down a little bit uh, on uh, Saturday night after um, after the show, and then we went to um, – we went to the after party and then we did, we did the uh, Fred roster seminar cause Tom had a really late flight. So Tom did the seminar and um, you know, which is another reason why I'm very just totally disappointed with uh, a lot of the people at the AW Academy because Tom Lawler um, who, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't have to be, you know what I'm saying? Like he's uh, he's coming around and, and you know participating in in these things that were the rest of the ad academy is not um and then sunday so then we went he had like a super late flight so then we went to lunch Mm -hmm. and we had a couple uh you know a little bit of a liquid lunch i'll say (laughs) on sunday and uh he starts pitching me on this thing and um I just said, well, you know what, like, it is a little light on matches as it is, um, <laughs> you know, because we were planning for the cybernetic code to go long, and, you know, uh, one thing led to another, and uh, he's like, you know, I don't have anything that 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 weekend, and we're like, ah, do we put it on Gauntlet, do we put it on this, and I was like, Ah, fuck it. Let's just put it on Kent. Who cares? <laughs> Which I wish maybe I would have thought twice about because, well, A, you know, the bad ticket sales. B, <laughs> adding the flight was uh, uh, not not ideal, uh, to say the least. You can't um, get
0: cheap flights from Vegas for Tom. I feel like Vegas would be a town where you could get cheap flights, you know?
1: It all, dude, there's no rhyme or reason to the price of flights anymore. Yeah. I mean... You know like it's they're all over the map, and uh for some reason like Vegas has like kind of bad bad flight pattern, you know what I mean like layovers and stuff like that, yeah, like he's gotta come in on like he's gotta f- come in like Thursday at like ten p m and like he lands at like five o'clock in the morning on Friday, oh jeez, and then he's got like a layover going back you know, for a few hours. I mean, it's just, it's all over the, they're all over the map. But the flight was pretty, pretty expensive too. I mean, Jeez. you know, I did book it two weeks out, but usually that doesn't matter all that much. But Man, yeah, boy. that's, uh, so they haven't really narrowed down all of the, all of the stipulations and all that. So, uh, but they they are coming up with, uh, you know, I I did have to shoot down the uh, the uh, MD twenty twenty on a pole match. Just oh I,
0: damn!
1: Well, just because I said I don't think the outpost sells it, so I don't think that they would allow it to happen.
0: All oh, right, you got that's a that's a Russell Rager, uh, you know, specific beverage. <laughs> right. So I mean, maybe maybe that's coming to Russell this year. It's it's funny to me. It's it's a no surprise, really. I guess I should say that Tom somehow convinced you to do this. Tom is a very convincing guy. Uh, we I actually texted you about this recently. We forgot to mention on the last episode. I don't know if anyone noticed if you watched on IWTV or you could hear Steve live uh, when he ring announced for Tom. Tom decided. A little, and it was it was not even that much longer before his match, before the, the, the show even started. He just starts talking about this story about a guy he knew's older brother who put in the yearbook this nickname, and that's what he wanted to go by. He goes, you know, what if I'm, because Steve writes up his cards, you know, for the ring announcements, and he ta- asks the wrestlers, talk to him, hey, what do you want me to call you? What do you want me to, you know, what would you like to go by? And he's, he's they're going over times, and he, he says, what if I just... What if I just started going by Bone Job? What do you think about Bone Job? And he just starts telling us this story, and I, I of course, think it's fucking hilarious. So I'm like, Yeah, yes, you should absolutely do that. Steve is same; he's right with me. He's like, Yes, Bone Job. We're going with that. So we, and he just convinced everyone back there all of a sudden to just even you, and you're like, What is this boat? But then it it happened. He well, put he it up like, on the screen, and it was, think- that was what he went by.
1: By the time I was over there, like it, this was already like a thing, and like I was so out of the loop on it. But that's and, like, the thing;
0: it wasn't a thing, and he just made it one out of nowhere. No, and we were all like, you, "Yeah, totally."
1: You, you and Tom and Steve, you guys were just like yucking it up. And, it was like, so laughing, funny. And, and like I was like, "I'm not in on this joke," and like I was like, "I don't get it." And, like, you guys are just dying laughing about it. And I'm like, I don't, I do not understand this fucking bone job thing. And that was like, what
0: was, it was what was so funny to me is that there wasn't really anything to get. He tells, he just tells the story about how he just, it was his friend's older brother, and he just, he, that was just it. And we're like, what the fuck does that mean? And it just, by the time you got over there, I was just already laughing so hard because Tom t- cracks me up in general, but. For whatever reason, man, bone job was just cracking was, me the hell up.
1: Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> like I was already stressed out. On, I don't know if we <laughs> talked about it last week, but like Fonzie like barely made it to the show. Like his yeah. flight like hit a tornado and like he got diverted to another airport and they put him down in like a tornado shelter for a while, and then he had to get on another flight to another city and then he had to take a flight from there. To Cleveland, like Fonzie didn't even land until like eight PM um, for the damn show, and like I don't, I don't know if we talked about that or not last week. No,
0: we didn't but, discuss uh, it at all.
1: So I'm like, you know, trying to coordinate that whole thing, um, and he, you know, he's like a talk to texter, so like you're trying to decipher like these text <laughs> messages, yeah. of you know what's going on, and then you know whoever was supposed to get him you know i think it was ethan so now ethan is on you know crew duties. so then you know you got to find somebody to go get him because the show's going to already be going on by the time that he lands i mean he didn't get there until like intermission
0: yeah it was definitely it was yeah it was stressful for you i'm sure
1: so like i'm like dealing with this and i walk into this whole bone job thing and i'm like (laughs) like i couldn't have been like more just like aggravated like i was like what are you guys talking about
0: it was you. And then I. It's funny that you were that aggravated because you just seemed to you. You you weren't like in on it, but you're just like whatever. You almost you were kind of laughing like, all right, whatever you guys say, like I, whatever. Like you were like over it. Like you're like I could care less about you. Yeah, just do it. You're like, yep, your bone job now. Yes, <laughs> Steve announced him as that, and it was just it was great. I loved it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, where were we? Oh, we're so uh, time bone job versus Josh Bishop And a spin the wheel make the deal match. <laughs> Yeah, and so Josh –
1: or, I mean, uh, Tom wants it to be shoot. So, like, there's going to be no – like, he wants to spin it, and then whatever the match is, they're doing the match. There's going to be no planning. There's going to be no anything. It's going to be 100% shoot. Uh, So, you know, if they land on the coal miner's glove, and I'm sure Josh Bishop doesn't even know what that entails, they're (laughs) going to figure it out. You know, like, they're – Totally doing it live on the fly Friday night. Um, that's what Tom wanted to do. His his birthday is uh, in mid-May, so you know this is going to be a little bit before his birthday. But he, he said for his 40th birthday, he always wanted to do a spin the wheel, make make the deal match. And he talked me into it. So we're going we're gonna to see what happens on Friday. It could be the best thing. It could be the worst thing. It could be the most forgettable thing. Uh, we really don't know.
0: See, now to me, that is an absolutely, you made the right choice putting it on this one with the hard sell, because to me, if you're out there, and I'm not even bullshitting right right now, if you are out there and you are on the fence about coming to see this show or not, and you have yet to buy a ticket, you need to purchase a ticket, because Tom Lawler is the absolute perfect man for what you just described. If you've ever seen the AIW match where Tom Lawler and Former AEW roster member worldwide had a on-the-beach, like, brawl for all. It was incredible. Tom Lawler versus the Karate Man incredible tom is the perfect person for this match and i'm telling you right now it's going to be another five-star classic just like those two were and if you haven't bought a ticket you really should because i really feel like josh and tom are going to deliver on this match i'm I'm pretty excited I got, we got a cage match on the last one now we're getting to spin the wheel make the deal i'm I'm checking all kinds of boxes off Adam. this is great
1: yeah, and, uh, you know, all tickets, of course, are 20 bucks for for the show on Friday. Uh, obviously, <laughs> as it stands at this point, we will be selling them at the door. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, unless there's something, uh, you know, a crazy rush after uh, this podcast airs, which, you know, fingers crossed. But, uh, yeah, all tickets are $20 bucks, uh, for this Friday, and uh, you're going to get – it is very limited matches because we do plan on – you know blocking off a considerable amount of time for the cybernetico.
0: Okay. Uh next thing we want to talk about is uh, will everything be announced or is there anything you're we're not announcing? Right? Yeah,
1: everything's going to get announced. I mean, we we can just burn through it all right now. It's all going to sure. get announced this week anyway.
0: Okay. So up next we got Jossie versus Ziggy. I believe that was that graphic is out there right now. That's a uh, so you're getting more like I said, a lot of people were clamoring they want aW women's division back. It seems like every show now we got at least one or two women's matches on the card
1: got- and they you know they really want it seems like the the crowd is really taken to Ziggy um so you know this is a this is a perfect um you know venue show to give her a, another opportunity and get her in there with Jocelyn who is you know the the gold standard when it comes to the AEW women's division right now um so you know i I think it's a great opportunity it's also you know uh, uh, we talked about a little bit last week about you know that review kind of you know felt things were rushed but then understand uh, understood why you know the show was paced the way it was yada 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 this show is going to be a little looser you know what i mean like we have we have a big cybernetico match uh but you know for the most part with how few undercard matches there are they're all going to be given uh quite a bit of time to get out there and experiment a little bit.
0: I think in this match it'll be interesting too because like you said, Joss is the, the the gold standard. She's the top of the top here in the AIW women's division. But Ziggy has definitely made some fans and got some crowd support behind her. So it will be interesting to see how much, you know, it will be who's with Joss, who's with Zig? It'll be interesting to hear the crowd participation on that one.
1: Yeah, That's it's cool. just, well, I mean maybe one of them can uh you know have uh you know, thirteen supporters, and uh, you know, like <laughs> it's uh, you know, maybe they'll, they'll they'll split them right down the middle there.
0: <laughs> we're call we're calling on all everyone get get out there, start hawking some tickets. Let's go, wrestlers. <laughs> um, on to the next match. We have a tag match: the Bitcoin Boys, the champ, AW Tag Team Champions, versus Money Shot.
1: Now. Yeah, I mean, be... you know, I, I feel like this. Uh, these teams have kind of been on a little bit of a collision course. It's a little bit of a weird matchup. Um, obviously, you know, they're not uh, they're not all hanging out in the good guys' locker room, the babyface locker room. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't know how uh, this one's going to play. Obviously, you know, uh, again with a with a more, how's a nice way of saying this, we're sucking selling tickets, more intimate crowd. Uh, You know, it it may uh, be a little interesting because neither of these teams are uh, necessarily fan favorites.
0: And it will be interesting to see you know, once again, we had they've they've squared off, you know, in multiple tag matches, but once again, now one on one shot for money shot. We're going to see what happens here. Whether the Bitcoin boys, you know, and it, there's always always the Duke is always lurking. I should say the Bitcoin boys. Obviously, the Duke will be there. Um, so well, I don't know. He no showed uh, the West Side Bowl, which we
1: did just announce uh, we are returning to on on June seventeenth. Remember that Duke Duke no showed.
0: Yeah, what did he say? I Forget too. Didn't he say why he wasn't he busy? What was he? I forget what he said he was doing.
1: Uh, I I forget uh, what our explanation was, but uh, he uh, had a COVID exposure.
0: Oh yes, now I remember. Well, he can't he can't be blamed for that. He can't you know better safe than sorry. Yeah, the Duke, <laughs> the Duke is uh, looking out for everybody's health.
1: All I think right. he was just scared to get in there and mix it up with the shooters.
0: <laughs> He's staying away. Uh, moving on. Uh, now this is going to be an interesting one, but,
1: uh, you know, before you move on from that, sure, though, seriously, sorry. I think this is, uh, you know, this is the, the, the show to, to do this match on. I think it's, um, you know what I mean? I, obviously money shot has, uh, been undefeated. Bitcoin boys, uh, have been on roll as the new AW tag champions, uh, for the last few months or so, a couple, you know, I, I guess it's a few months at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think this is the perfect place to to do it. It's a uh, you know, uh, Money Shot has been kind of mixed in with these uh, multi man tag matches and you know multi team tag matches, and uh, they haven't been pinned yet uh, in AIW. So uh, here it is; they get their big you know traditional tag team match. It's for the belts. Put up or shut up time for Money Shot.
0: Right. I mean, are we gonna get Money Shot gonna get pinned or are we gonna get new tag champs? it's it'll be interesting to see what, what the outcome of that match is. High stakes, baby. Very high stakes. Uh and, and you never know you never know where a title could change. You could see a title change at an outpost show, in my opinion. That's you know, you never know that what you know, it's uh it's you don't wanna miss any A W show in my opinion. Anything can happen. So Moving forward so, with reason. Within, within reason. <laughs> Listen, I've seen a lot of wild shit happen that you know, you know you've said was never gonna happen, that happened, so it, anything can happen in my opinion. <laughs> um a match I'm very interested in when you sent me the card here. I saw I saw that on the card and my interest peaked for sure. Dom the Bone Collector versus Cisco Silver. Um this is one that Dom requested.
1: Um, you know, it's been a little while since we've seen Cisco Silver, um, and uh, you know, Dom's been kind of calling his shots on on people who he wants to wrestle, and uh, he really wants to get in there with Cisco. Um, you know, Cisco obviously we, we've talked about it on the pot previous podcast, highly decorated amateur wrestler, uh, tremendously skilled in technical wrestling, technical professional wrestling. Um, and so this is somebody Dom really wanted to get in there with, especially on a show where, like I said, you know, it's going to be a little looser vibe, uh, especially for the undercard. Uh, they're going to have plenty of time to kind of go out there and, you know, and, and you know, wrestle an extensive amount of time. Uh, and you know, when Dom kind of heard the heard the situation of how this card was going to take shape, uh, he he requested Cisco Silver. Uh, so this is this is who who he wanted. Uh, so, this is who he gets. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I think Cisco is probably one of the more underrated guys that have kind of popped up in the last year in AIW. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I, I just think it's, uh, I think this is going to be uh, definitely a, a sleeper match, probably for the entire year, honestly, when it comes to AIW, just based on the skill set both of these guys have. And if you're a fan of this type of wrestling, I, I certainly wouldn't miss it because, uh, Cisco Silver is an elite, you know, uh, elite level grappler, uh, and, te- and mat technician. And, you know, obviously Dom needs no description or, or any sort of adjective to describe his in ring, uh, prowess. So, you know, I, I'm very much looking forward to this one.
0: Right. This is another one, you know, similar to Dom and, um, Timothy, uh, with Thatcher, the last, this is another, like you said, like aggressive grappling, you know, what Dom is known for type match. So to see these two and, and, and Cisco is a guy who. In recently has come on very strong in crowd with the crowd. He's he's very polarizing. There's it's a love or hate with Cisco. There's no nobody's really meh on Cisco. You either really like him or you really hate him. And Dom traditionally is pretty loved. So it's going to be interesting to see if there will be any Cisco supporters or if it's all going to be you know all for Dom and very hated for Cisco.
1: And let's be honest, you know, I I don't think anybody hates Cisco's in ring ability. They hate Cisco, they hate Cisco from a A personal stance of, you know, his what he does outside of wrestling. I mean, I don't think that there's anybody that can watch Cisco Silver wrestle and say, man, that guy's not good at this.
0: No, and I don't, know what I, mean? I don't mean hated in that way. I just mean his character, especially with, you know, with when he was wrestling Shaw and stuff, he just, he's, he was, has embraced the bad guy role, I guess I would say, in AIW. He has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He has a bit of a, you know, that kind of attitude. Cisco definitely has some, some attitude about him. I think he's kind of embraced that. So when I say hated, you know, I just mean in the sense where you know wrestling sense i you know i nothing
1: yeah but you me. know what, you know what i'm saying like I, I think i'm just looking at it from a from a strictly performance based. oh yeah um you know view viewpoint uh i don't think that there's anybody that can say like he's not good you know oh, what i no, mean like yeah. he's you know he is very proficient in you know in between the ropes uh so i'm very much looking forward to this match and you know i'm sure cisco will you know he's gonna he's gonna embrace you know all the all the booze and everything else because you know at the end of the day that
0: he's gonna he's gonna
1: react how the crowd reacts right so i mean um I'm very much looking forward to this, though.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a great one. And like I said, Dom, Dom requesting him should give you all you want—you know, all you need to know about the match or him as a competitor. If you—if if you don't know much about Cisco Silver, which would be surprising, if you don't, if you haven't heard of him, Dom requesting him specifically should be all you need to know. Uh, moving on to finally our Cybernetico match. Now, if you don't know, Cybernetico is an eight-on-eight tag style match where Correct me if I'm wrong, John. It's they're in order. It's like baseball. It's you have to go order, in a specific yeah. order. But also, if somebody gets thrown out of the ropes or over the ropes, it's an automatic it's ta- tag.
1: So, uh, well, I th- I think it's it's uh, lucha style tags, but okay, um, yeah. So essentially, if you get thrown out, the next person can can enter, um, and, and that is that is classified as a tag. Um, you know, we did this last year. as kind of like a we didn't really know. It was kind of a test. You know, we didn't really know what we were doing. Um, one of the dates from the Winchester just happened to kind of, you know, land on, on Cinco de Mayo. Um, and we went, well, we're we're going to name the show this, and then we're going to figure it out later. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody in that match last year even saw a Cybernetico match prior to, It being announced, and um, you know, it it forced everybody to do quite a bit of research, and you know, they they watched a lot of Cybernetico matches, you know, leading up to it, and um, it really kind of it it really kind of forced people to to learn something. You know what I mean? Like it it was uh, it, it was a unique experience, and you know it it ended up going very well. You know, it it had a whole bunch of different types of wrestlers involved last year, and um, you know, I think it went an hour or you know, very close to an hour. So that's why you know we're we're kind of leaving this, uh, you know, leaving this kind of open ended. You know, you're gonna get you're gonna get that undercard. There's gonna be intermission, and then we're coming right back and we're going right into the Cybernetico until the end of the night um, because we don't know how long it's gonna go.
0: Now I think this year is is much like last year. It's a lot of different different guys on either side. It's going to be an interesting cybernetico match. Um, we got two captains: uh, PB Smooth, a captain, former AIW champion. So it's not it's no real surprise to me um, that PB is is a captain. But on the other side, we got Shaw Mason. Now I'm not necessarily surprised to say that to see Shaw as a, as a captain there because I think Shaw has come out of come on very strong in AIW and shown a lot recently in AIW and his matches and what he's shown in the ring. But I also think that Shaw comes from a disciplined background of you know amateur wrestling and that type of stuff and has probably been the captain of some teams before, so it doesn't surprise me to have him in that role deciding and choosing you know who he wants on his squad.
1: And one thing that we really wanted to make a point of doing this year is we wanted it to be... All people who have come through, or are involved with the AW Academy. Um, so you know that was kind of <clears throat> the, the the tricky part of, of kind of putting it all together. Which it kind of was like that last year, but we really kind of wanted to make this um, a staple of the aW Academy as far as the match goes. You know, like I said, I don't know if we're gonna end up doing one next year or not. Uh, the jury is definitely still out on that, but we really wanted to kind of involve academy graduates in in, in this match, and you know there there's a couple non graduates, but they are heavily involved in in the school as it is. So you know we really wanted to kind of keep it you know a uh, in house so to speak um, cybernetical match. So you know that th- that is how kind of these these teams came together. Um, Initially, it was going to be veterans, students versus the new class that debuted uh, last year. (laughs) But, you know, as we were kind of putting it together, um, we thought, you know, maybe maybe it would be better to mix it up a little bit.
0: Now, do you think that's – did it just kind of – just came about that way because it's it's kind of – how you are essentially anymore is always trying to think students first. But is that just another thing in your head? Like, as I don't know how often you're going to, these students are going to go out there. I shouldn't call them students. AW graduates are going to go out there and they're going to go to a promotion. And the guy's going to say, "Ever you ever wrestle in a cybernetico? We're thinking about doing a cybernetico today, you know, but they could, these students can now go out there and say, you know, that's just another match that I, have done before and have been prepared on and have informed and, and on in, in the wrestling world. And I feel like that's just another, t- you know, tip of your well, hat. Think, like, hey, well, so as, as a wrestling school owner, it, you know. It's not
1: necessarily to train them for a Cybernetico. What, it, what it's really about training them for is being out there for an extended amount of time. You know, they're not going out there. They're not, you know, planning the six minute match, going on, executing a planned six minute match, and then going to the back. I mean, there are a lot of moving parts in the Cybernetico match, and there is a lot of room for them to learn how to improvise, learn how to work on the fly. There, there are so many little different things for them to learn throughout this match. That is why we want to make it so student based. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily like learning how to do a Cybernetico, but you know when you're out there for an hour, you know what i mean? You're not going to be able to choreograph or, you know, remember every little thing that you're supposed to do. And you know, unfortunately with, you know, the Winchester shows going down and all this stuff, they have not had a lot of chances to get in there and, and grow as performers. Um, you know, we, we've added the the pre-show matches and things like that, but you know, that is obviously with limited limited time restraints. Uh, so, you know, this is like, okay, like, you know, we're throwing them into the fire mm-hmm. and we're going to, we're going to see what happens. And, you know, we, we do have some, some veteran people mixed in there on both sides to kind of try to keep the train on the track, so to speak. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very much a sink or swim for academy people. And, you know, let, us see what you can do in this environment.
0: Where it's it's almost kind of like the Karate Kid thing, like you know you're putting them in a Cybernetico, but it's not necessarily because you think that, like I said, you're they're gonna go out there and another promoters to say Hey, where what they're gonna do in a Cybernetico. No, you're you're preparing them, like you said, to be out there for a long time, to have to improvise, to have to, you know, do a lot of different things on the fly, and and they're learning that throughout the Cybernetico without even realizing it. Sort of, you're just kind of putting them in that yeah. pr- pr- position, yeah, which yeah, it's is, like it's
1: like a lesson, it's like a it's like an undercover lesson, right. Me they 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 did not realize that uh, what what the point of it is and and that is true it it is very much an undercover lesson for for the academy this is you know uh this is the advanced class this is you know ap wrestling so to speak you know you're never i I would bet that you know 99.9% of the time they will never be asked to be in another Cybernetico match ever again in their entire careers. Right. But what they are going to learn throughout the process of the Cybernetico match are things that they will be able to apply all the time, which is working on the fly, improvising. I am sure things are not going to go according to whatever plan they they come up with. So they're going to have to audible. There are strict rules to this thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you get thrown out, you're to the back of the batting order. You know what I mean? So you're not in until the entire batting order goes through again you know like there's a lot of moving parts um in in this thing and it 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 can go it can go very bad you know there's uh make no mistake about it you know what i mean like this could this could turn out to not be a great match uh but it it very but then again you know that's what we thought last year and everybody thought that it was going to go bad last year up until the point to where the entrances were happening last year, and people were not sure that it was going to be able to be pulled off. And some people, you know, say that that was one of their favorite matches of the entire AEW calendar year last year was the Cybernetico match. Um, so,
0: you know, you you never know what's going to happen. And that kind of brings me to the next point about it too. Something we've talked about several times on the podcast, and that's seeing these wrestlers from a start point to a not a finish but throughout a journey and watching them these are plenty of students you know we can go through the list here in a moment but these are all students that you said have come up through the academy and you're gonna get to witness and see them have to do this under like you said for a better lack of better words undercover type lesson like a karate kid type lesson you're gonna get to see all these guys go through this and kind of see where they come out on the other side and see that that growth and that learning if you're if you if you're invested in these aiw you know the newer the newer talent this is definitely a match you're going to want to see because this is this will be a place like you said they're going to wrestle for an hour. There's going to be plenty of room to l- learn about these guys and either love them or hate them in this match going forward in AIW. And to me, that's a big part of why we come to AIW and see this. You know, see it's 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 a fun thing to watch talent go from you know a student debuting to wherever they make it throughout their career. And, you know, you could look back at some of this stuff and say, Hey, look at that cybernetical match. It was either a make or break, you know, there's going to be plenty of moments for stuff like that. And I think it's exciting.
1: Right. And there is, you know, there's potential for it to be, you know, star, a star making match. There's potential for it to be a career. I don't, I don't know if it would ruin a career, but it certainly could, you know, sidetrack somebody's career. You know what I mean? If they look, if they're the, the only one sticking out like a sore thumb. Right. Um, you, you know, so there's there, there's a lot of that, that, and that's what I think is so interesting about this entire collection of talent, and, you, you know, they are going to get a shot at the absolute title at Gauntlet for the Gold. Um, you know, I know that we did that last year, and some people are mad that it wasn't, you know, totally paid off or whatever, but, um, you know, it was paid off. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was... It, it, it was that that was all by design you know what I mean yeah would, would Dom like to be absolute champion absolutely but you know that moment uh with Britt Baker and 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 everything else uh certainly was a a unforgettable moment for for everybody that was in that match um so you know it, it's just that's that's the way things were going you know what I mean and, and yeah. Dom was Uh, kind of in his own story, you know what I mean? And that was just kind of a little, uh, you know, bait and switch, so to speak. But the winner will be getting an absolute title shot at Gauntlet for the gold. So there are some high stakes here, to say the least.
0: So let's look at the lineup here. Like I said, we do have the team captains of PB Smooth and Shaw Mason. We'll go over PB's team first. got PB Smooth, Brian Carson, the Duke, Philly Collins, and Marino Tenaglia, PME. Tyson Riggs, Sid Von England, and the intense champion, Derek Dillinger. Quite the team.
1: That's a pretty good squad.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think PB's like I said, a smart guy. He's a former AIW champion. It's no surprise to me that he was a captain and picked a, a, a great squad. Uh, on the other side of that, we have Shaw Mason as the team captain. Hardway Holloway, Wes Barkley. Calvin G. Lewis and Malcolm Cambridge, members only. Austin James, Chuck Stone, and Arthur MacArthur, balking season. Also, not too shabby of a squad, if he has. Right.
1: You know, like that, that's the thing when I was looking at it, and it kind of like, you you know, like you hear one team and you go, oh man, that's going to be the better team. But then you hear the other team and you go, well, that's a pretty stacked up team, too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, obviously, if you don't follow AIW, you know, every single show, this may not look like that stacked of a of a matchup. But for our, you know, hardcore fans that that watch everything, this is a pretty stacked up cybernetico, you know what I mean? Especially and there's a lot of people with a with a lot to prove on both sides. You know what I mean? Like Arthur MacArthur, maybe you know what I mean? Maybe he's looking to break out kind of on his own, you know. Calvin G. Lewis, same thing, you know, on on the other side. You know, Philly Collins. You know, he. A lot of people are saying he's one of the most improved wrestlers of you know of the year. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot of different directions this can go.
0: I mean, you have you have an AIW intense champion in there, and Derek Dillinger. Anything, you know, what I mean, that guy's a champ in the company. You know, there's a there's a lot that can go with that guy in the ring. But a big point for me, and I feel like something that bears mentioning is we've talked about, you know, these moments that some of the the newer graduates have had. You see a guy that had the match with Kaplan, Hardway Holloway comes out on top. Now you look at Shaw Mason notices that. That was his first pick, the first guy he chose that was revealed for his team, Hardway Holloway. I think that's a, you, you know, you're that's a direct result of him seeing that match with Kaplan and thinking, "Hey, you know, that's that's a guy I want on my side." You know, we got PB oh. Smooth on one side. You need another big man out there. And Big Sam is the first that comes to mind. To me, that's, you know, that's it's, – it's, it's all telling a story here, baby. <laughs> and, you know, they did
1: train together. You know what I mean? There's a sure. lot of different layers. There's a lot of different layers, you know, that you could peel back on both of these sides. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm just – I'm really happy with it, to, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> but, like I said, you know, there's a lot of different styles mismatched in – you know, in these lineups. So there's a lot that could go wrong and there's a lot that could go right. And there's a lot of, you know, clash of styles that that are going to get in there with each other.
0: It's just something you're not going to see all the time. So to me, if there's ever stuff like this to me is the you can't miss on the AIW show because this is not something you know every year you know there's you get wrestling matches you don't get a cybernetico all but once a year you know so this is to me this is one you gotta you gotta check out and then on top of it like you said all these newer aiw talents with a lot of sink or swim moments to me this is just something you don't want to miss
1: yeah i absolutely agree um i'm looking forward to it i think that um you know just the the sheer spectacle of the whole thing um is is worth the price of admission alone um i'm sure they're going to be doing drink specials in there at the outpost all night long it is cinco de mayo oh yeah <laughs> um you know so uh, i really hope that people kind of come on out and uh party with us you know you're going to find out who will be taking on matt cardona at gauntlet for the gold um there's just uh there there's a lot of things going on on this show kind of you know undercover so to speak I don't think people realize the stakes that are involved.
0: I mean, you you, you got to think about it. Just with these eight people alone, I could look at these two teams and just right off the bat, you're thinking shot at the absolute title versus Matt Cardona. You got guys on the same team that could maybe one over the other. PB Smooth would love another shot at the AIW title. Derek Dillinger well, would love to hold two titles like Josh did. That's you know, thing, it's,
1: you know, that's a little. You know, that's something that you know we didn't discuss, which is. You know, if one team gets totally eliminated, then the remaining team starts wrestling through their lineup until there's one person standing. Yeah, that's, you know, so that's a that's a little twist to the Cybernetico that uh, you know I I think that you know we do need to mention is if you know if an entire team is eliminated, then you know the remaining team they they start. They start wrestling through themselves until there's one person standing.
0: See, that I didn't even know. I was just thinking in my head, you know... On the team, wise, like hey, you know, hey, you know, somebody's got them in the corner; they're getting beat up a little bit. A lot of times, sees Somebody jumps in, kind of helps out, or just what you know. There's a lot of things that happen in tag matches. Some of those things, you know, a teammate may let a teammate get beat up a little, or you know, they may not always. See, you could right. see some. You could see some teammates plotting against each other, which is you know, a shot at the absolute title is big. So anything can happen.
1: No, I, I, I 100% agree. Um, you know, it's. Uh... There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things. I'm gonna read the definition of uh, Cybernetico as as well. Sure. It's a multi-man professional wrestling elimination match that was created and primarily used in Mexican lucha libre professional wrestling promotions, especially CMLL. The match format sees two teams of varying sizes face off against each other. It uses standard lucha libre tag team rules with eliminations occurring with. Uh, pinfall, submission, disqualification, and countout, and it allows a wrestler to enter the match when their tag partner exits the ring as well as when they tag out. A special batting order system is used in which the wrestlers are given a specific order and may only tag in and out in that order. If two or more men from the same team remain, they must face each other to determine one individual winner. So... Yeah, that's it's
0: you know, a lot to that.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, I don't necessarily know how you do count-outs unless you're down to the, the final guy because, you know, uh, exiting the ring kind of equates to a tag. So um, that's the only kind of weird thing on that. But, yeah, I wanted to read that because I think people forget about that last little bit to where, you know, if there's multiple people left on one one side, they they wrestle all the way down until there's one individual winner.
0: Right, because, yeah, because it's got, you know, one person gets the shot. It's not the team, you know. <laughs> they're not taking a t- as much as some people would love a team taking on Cardona to, to de- dethrone him, that is unfortunately not the rules of the match. Right, so, you know, they're, you're right
1: in the fact that, you know, maybe these teams, you know, uh, aren't going to be so quick to – to break up a pin, or um, you, you know what I mean,
0: Hel- help out whoever's in front of them. Right. I mean, twenty dollars tickets, Cinco de Mayo, the beers, tecate is gonna be flowing, some tequila's gonna be going. You know, this is you need to get a ticket. Get on out there, ease John Thorne's tension a little bit. Buy some tickets, AIWtickets.com. What what's the link? Is that it? Add tickets. <laughs> that like... it. <laughs> I forget what it is. They say it all. You say it on something. AIWrestling.com. AI, yeah, yeah. I thought there was a specific ticket link. Well, Eventbrite. Okay. Well, all the social medias have the ticket link. Any of the wrestlers, they're all twe- tweeting the links. I've seen a lot of the hard sell from everyone in the back, so that's always good. Uh,
1: we do have uh, a couple questions in the Discord. We can. Knock out
0: before we yeah. I did. Wrap I it. open it up to the Discord. If you're not if you're not in the Discord, uh, that's, I definitely uh, recommend getting in there. We always open it up. Questions for the pod. All kinds of back you know behind the scenes paywall type stuff. Get in there. Uh, Aiw Patreon five dollar five dollar tier on the uh, Aiw Patreon. Uh, Ski Jeremy resident uh, Aiw health technician evp of health ask. Uh, asked will riley rose ever be back um and i believe he it wasn't hasn't been that long since riley rose you know was, has wrestled in aiw um yeah i mean you know there's you know, just nothing people gotta go nothing away from to come the, back you know you can't be missed form. if you don't go away
1: um so you know i i don't know you know what i mean like he he's he's talented but he also just was not i, I don't think clicking overall um, so you know we're gonna kind of move away from that, and you know, the train keeps moving a little bit, and you know maybe we revisit it another day. Uh, you know the problem is is you know with so many people coming out of the AW Academy, <laughs> it is it's tough to get everybody a spot on a show. Um, you know that's just the unfortunate um thing, and you know with the demise of the you know the Winchester lineup and and not being able to find a secure home to take up those dates, you know, like, uh, the outpost was certainly interested in taking on more dates, but I'm sure they're not going to be, if we roll in there Friday with 26 tickets, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's just, uh, you know, part of the business is, you know, you gotta, you you gotta cycle people in and you gotta cycle people out and, um, you know, he's, he's kind of cycled out right now and, you know, maybe, uh, we revisit, you know, booking him again down the line. Uh, but you know, there's just, um there's only so many so many spots
0: yeah it dropped out from my internet dropped out there sorry for a bit but i was just i said uh you know you can't miss him if he doesn't go away right everybody's got to go away you know for something for a little bit of time right you can't you know cycle in cycle out it happens. and i mean you know he
1: was somebody that came to a school the school a lot and he's kind of you know he vanished kind of you know overall and it's kind of the opposite when you know uh, from you know my perspective it's kind of like you know out of sight out of mind is is very easy when you know you, you you got all these people that are up there in your face you kind of forget about the people that aren't coming around anymore you know like uh sure. I, I think the perfect example of that is twan tucker you know what i mean like got a big huge win at absolution don't don't know if we you know we saw him at you know i think wadsworth and then i mean he never came around ever again never came, showed up at a show never showed up at the school And, like, you just kind of forget about them, and then, you know, you're four shows down, and you go, man, where's Twan been? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you can't keep tabs on everybody, so it's kind of like when people aren't around and people aren't showing their face, like, they're easily kind of, you know, lost in the shuffle. And then, you know what I mean? They're
0: shuffled out of the deck. Right. Uh, Another question from Jeremy. Will there be a meet and greet for the June 17th show? Do you have anything lined up for June 17th?
1: We are trying to get something lined up. Uh, We had something like awesome booked, and uh, it uh, canceled. So um, we're working. We're we're, you know we're still actively trying to get something together. Um, So if anybody in the Discord wants to drop some suggestions, uh, please do. Uh, I had some. I had what I thought was the perfect person for Youngstown. And uh, unfortunately, they had to pull out due to uh, a scheduling situation. So, back to the drawing board for now. Okay, Uh,
0: Stacy asks: uh, Will the June seventeenth, the Youngstown show, be core roster members like the last time, or will there be outside talent invited? You know, booked on that card? Is it going to be kind of?
1: I mean, it wasn't really core as core as maybe you think. You know, we had a cheeseburger carload come in. You know, we had the Sandman on there. Um, you know, obviously we built to the main event because Chase was the hometown guy. Um, you know, that, that kind of stuff isn't really, um, I guess purposefully thought of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it's just kind of how things come together for, um, you know, for the date, you know, and then there's availability issues and, 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 different things, um, you know what? We had booked this last time. You know when we were there, and then they kind of were trying to get us to bump it. So things were kind of in a at a stalemate there for a little bit um, because they wanted the 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 venue was trying to get us to reschedule it, but we were really adamant on trying to keep it on the same day as Toyohayo. So we were at a little bit of a stalemate, and we kind of um, got a little bit behind on <coughs> you know like. The, the previous question and, and booking a name and then we had somebody and then they, you know, then it was kind of like a hold on and then the hold on, you know, it went away. So, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't a, um, I guess, a conscious decision to not bring in outside talent or bring in outside talents. You, you know what I mean? It's just, um, you know, most of the shows are, are pretty pretty much core roster you know what i mean like uh other than you know here and there and things uh you know obviously we stacked up the temple that was kind of a, a unique situation <laughs> but um yeah i don't know um it hasn't really been thought of as a yes or a, or, or a no honestly
0: i guess maybe a question maybe where he was leaning is because you get a lot of names, maybe some AEW talents at Toy Ohio. Is there any type of relationship there? I mean, like, you know, Ethan Page was an AEW staple. You know, Danhausen and guys like that that seem to always be at the toy stuff. Is there any ever well, chance that any of those is, guys is, could come back? Or
1: You know, the thing is, is there is this rumor of AEW is going to be starting a show on Saturday. Um, so, you know what I mean? like, you Like, you can't book. AEW talents on, on Fridays because Rampage is on. So I, I don't think that you'll be able to book AEW talents on, on Saturdays, you know, right? Uh, if this new show is, is real and it's all, you know what I mean? It's not just rumor. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, I'm waiting, like, I'm honestly waiting to see how all of that shakes out before I even inquire with an AEW talent. You know what I mean? Because then you're in the situation where, you know, they ha- they have to go to TV, Right. Um, so I, I think there's a lot up in the air on that. I don't think the talent knows. I don't think anybody really knows what's truth and what's false. Um. So it, yeah, I, I don't know if there's gonna be AEW people on on the show. You know, I, <clears throat> but I mean, I don't even know who. Like, I honestly don't even know who would qualify as 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 outside talent. You know, like I, I just I don't even know. <laughs> you know, like
0: right because I mean you even got guys like like the prize you know Alec. Alec Price, he's a guy who is an outside talent per se, but he's on so many AIW shows, I feel like he's almost an AIW roster member at this point.
1: He's right. Not on and every he, show,
0: obviously, but he's on the big ones.
1: <laughs> you know, and, like, people like him are, are extremely busy, you know? Like, so it's... Uh, it, it, it hasn't really been thought out, you know? I'd be mm-hmm. uh, I'd be lying to you if I told you that we had a, a, a signed, sealed, and delivered card right now for, for Youngstown, you know? Mm-hmm. Um we were really trying to lock down a, a meet-and-greet person. It, it all fell apart kind of with this in limbo thing that, that we went through a couple weeks ago. Uh, so we decided, like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, we're just going to announce it with Chase Oliver on, on the flyer. He was the, the big hometown hero uh, last time we were there. And then, you know, we're going to kind of try to fill in the blanks as, as, as we go because uh, we didn't want to kind of get in a situation where – we're waiting around to announce it you know what i mean like i wanted to get it announced and you know we're certainly going to try to figure out some some attractions you know to because you know i I think the sandman certainly helped i think you know cheeseburger being on the show that was like a weird guy that you wouldn't normally see in an aw lineup (coughs) stuff like that i think certainly helped uh last time we were in youngstown
0: cool uh, another question from Jeremy: uh, Do you have a dream gimmick match that you want to do in AIW? You no, know, we're getting you know the spin the wheel, make the deal. We're getting cyberneticos. We've done we've done a cage match recently. Is there anything that you have wanted to do? I think I know the answer to this one, yeah, which is
1: I want to ring in the middle of a body of water. Yes, or uh, FM, FMW style, or at least. Uh, over a very large pool, like uh, Spring Break Nitro episodes at uh, La Vila. Yeah, the Bash One the, or the beach other. and all that. <laughs> yeah, no, like, did you ever watch those Nitros where they would do it at, like, a club? Like, and the bring would be over the indoor pool. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, it was sick. So something like that, I mean, I don't think that we could ever pull it off, um, just even financially with whatever that would cost. The but, barge, yeah.
0: dude. We got to get the AIW Lake Erie barge up and running. That's why we need you to subscribe yeah, to just, Patreon, buy tickets to the show, go to AIW, AI com, buy some merch. Come on. Subscribe to Fight Plus. We need we need money to do AIW on a barge in Lake Erie. There's no rules in the middle of Lake Erie. It's international waters. A man could be killed. Well, let's not get <laughs> crazy. <laughs> hey, we're hard selling. I'm getting crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean- that would be the ultimate uh to be able to pull off something like that, you know that's the the big the big pipe dream so uh okay, other than that i mean i don't even I don't even know you know we've we're probably gonna see so many possibilities of stupid gimmick matches on Friday night
0: can, uh, you, can you just know? imagine? I mean cuz we've said it before and I'm not trying to harp on oh you know we're the greatest we make it work blah, blah blah but there's a lot that goes wrong just casually at a big any type of big event things go wrong you have to be good at problem solving you have to be good at thinking on your feet and solving these things I can just hear it. The right side of the barge is sinking and Pedro's getting on scuba queer. I got this. Don't worry, he's fucking getting a scuba mask on his face. He's under there, you know, welding the ring and shit in the middle of the ocean or oh, lake. you can maybe. ask him.
1: You could ask him. I sent him this picture all the time <laughs> of the, of the FMW ring in a, in a lake.
0: I could just imagine what would go wrong and Pedro would have to somehow fix on the fly if we had a barge in the middle of Lake Erie. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, and then I guess uh, last call. Uh, again from Jeremy. Will there is there any update on the Ashtabula Fairgrounds event, aka the the Fonzie tournament?
1: Yeah. Um. I, I, I spoke to them recently. I believe everything is uh, on for right around that same weekend. Um. You know, late July. <laughs> I believe they want to do it again. Um, and they're also talking to us about uh, not really doing a full-on show, but going, like, uh, North Canton style a bit at uh, their comic convention that they do in Geneva in the fall. Um, so we've been talking to them a little bit about that, and, um, yeah, as far as I know, everything is uh, is good to go uh, with that. So, you know, just kind of waiting for the final, you know... Whatever you know, green light or whatever you want to call it, um, and then uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on the schedule. It's on the cal- it's on the calendar. So I-, I believe we're on. I believe we're gonna do uh, you know another Fonzie hardcore tournament. Even though he's uh, a villain this time, um, yeah, you know, maybe
0: he still needs to be celebrated. He's a bad guy, but he's still you know he's still Fonzie.
1: So. Yeah, as far as I know, it's going to be in that last uh, weekend of July.
0: That's uh, that's the one that's got me in real hot water. That's I told you I got that wedding. My wife's best friend. That's maybe may the first AIW show I miss in the last four years. Probably something like that. It's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, Man. well, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, I'm sure we can we can figure it out. You know what I mean? Like maybe if how far is the wedding?
0: <laughs> I don't even know. That's why I have to. Somebody else asked me. They're like, you know, it's during the day. You can go there and go. I'm like, oh, you might be able that. to pull it off. I'm gonna try. That's for sure. I'm gonna try. It's gonna get me in hot water one way or the other, with the wife or with you. Either way, somebody's gonna be pissed off at me. So I can't really. <laughs> I'm gonna try to please everyone. Believe me. Um, hey, as long
1: as you 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 uh, come out there and hook things up and say press play here, uh, we'll figure something out.
0: Yeah, I I don't want to lead on too much, but my job isn't that hard. <laughs> so, um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? That was pretty much it for the questions. Anything you want to make it make sure you mention aside from everyone coming and buying tickets for Friday? Yeah,
1: no, just uh, you know, hopefully I see everybody out there Friday night. Um, Saturday, uh, Colin Delaney is getting married, so I am gonna have to go. I'm probably gonna stay in Kent, and then I have to drive to New York on Saturday morning uh, for Colin Delaney's wedding uh so i'm sure fun will be had friday and saturday night
0: yeah any just the after party just going to be there at the at, like last time at the outpost we're just going to keep it rolling there
1: yeah the, if there's enough people to be after partying i'm sure
0: <laughs> there's got to be some sports on we'll do aiw sports book like we did last time everyone getting around talking about their parlays and stuff we had a good time at the outpost last time i'm excited yeah,
1: so uh, that's kind of the weekend plan, and then Sunday, the uh, recovery day. So,
0: Well, come on out. Friday, buy John Thorne a shot of something. Make him real nice and hungover for that drive to New York on Saturday. I do not buy me a shot. I will
1: not, not be accepting. I will not be accepting <laughs> any sort of shots from anybody.
0: <laughs> He's not taking anything from fans. <laughs> no, not All right. I'm not a shot guy. well for AIW for John Thorne for for all of us uh, my name is Ronald Two Legs Uh, we'll see you guys Friday thanks